Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Well, cheers to you. I think we just spilled coffee on the carpet. Yeah, I think it just splattered. <laughs> mm. Well, it is we'll blame been it on the kids. a really good week. It has been a good week. A I fun hope one. Those of you that are listening are having a good week. It's sunny in Seattle, which is always the best it's kept July. secret. It's July in the Northwest, I guess. Anywhere. July 1st, in fact. Is today July 1st or is it June 30th? Well, I'm thinking Australia. I'm thinking Australia. It's winter in Australia. Why are you thinking Australia? Because I was just with my friend from Australia. But uh, it's, you know, summer here in Seattle. True. So wherever you are in the world, happy July. It's July 1st no matter where you are. No, that's <laughs> false. It's not actually July 1st no matter where you're in the world. In Australia, it's already July 2nd. Um, Why do I know that? Because I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to school a lot. <laughs> hey, um, you want to tell the world who's currently listening here on our... Um, Netflix special? Oh, no. We're with Hulu now. Oh, it's Hulu. I didn't know if you were informed. Oh, okay. Hulu. Hulu. There's this new thing called TikTok, right? Have you seen it? Heard it? Heard about it? I don't know, but... Right? Um, it's TikTok. It's like this new like video. We're also with them. <laughs> we're also with the Christian dating app, Tingle. Christian <laughs> <laughs> Tingle. Oh, it's not my God. One, That's the I worst think we name ever it. for a dating, um, dating anything. Where did you meet your wife? On Tingle. It tingled Did you say Tingle, good. man? No, Tingle. <laughs> Babe, you want to tell the world that's listening on our Hulu special about you wanting to run a marathon? Not not a, a marathon, okay. a half marathon. Yeah, calm down. A half marathon, 13 <laughs> miles. Which I is incredible. Know, I only know that because Vic the Sound Chick told me. I'm like, how much is Vic, you're going to run it too. Marathon. Yeah. That's amazing. And I just you're listen. going to do this, girl. To both of you. And Hats to anyone off. else. I will be cheering you on from a car, drinking coffee. No, you actually—you no, actually said you might consider doing it. Um, I think that's going to happen. We, and anyone else who's listening, if you'd like to join us, we're going to do a half a marathon oh, in Leavenworth. Babe, are you inviting the world to be? Why fit? not? We could all do this together. It could be a thing. It already we, is a thing. People run marathons no, all the time. No, it could be our thing. It could be coffee. It's not talk. our thing. Someone already took a it. Billy and Jen. Let's marathon it. Oh, together. that is not happening. Oh my word! It, it could be, be Jen's marathon. We'll get one of those, Billy like, drinking you know, coffee. like the the bandana thingies. What are those little cotton things that go around your forehead? I think they're called bandanas. I'm gonna, get a, I'm gonna like a hot, hot pink one. You know what I mean? I'm gonna look good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jen said the other day, as she's like, "We're gonna start training for this marathon." She said, um, "Half marathon." I need to clarify, half marathon. <laughs> she said. Um, I could run six miles right now without stopping it. I know. I, okay, first of all, okay. you, the setup was horrible. Oh, you're I didn't already actually, I didn't actually just come it. out and be like, I could run six miles right yeah, now. Did. I think you were like, babe, like you're going to train, right? And I knew you were talking you about it. it. You're going to kill it. And I was like, yeah, if I had to, I could probably run six miles right okay, now. Okay, well, since that comment, you've gotten much more emphatic. Because I was like, babe, you're so... You challenged me, though. You're so physically fit, but I don't think you know what it is to run six miles. Not that I even know. I'm not... I can't run six miles right now. But I was like... I don't think you can run six miles without stopping. I think you could easily if you train. And you're like, no, I possible. most certainly it's, can. So I most we, certainly can. So we have a This back. is the thing. I don't have to sprint it. I'm just going to jog it. No, yeah. I'm going to do a nice jog, nice pace. It's 24 times around a track. Totally. Done and done. Put my earphones in. I'll get lost in the moment. I think that's Who's insulting me, to people, people who run for a living. I think I might do it tomorrow at Lake oh, Washington High School. And I hope you do because we have a bet. Yep. A year-long bet. And if you lose, no. If I, no, if I win... If okay. I go, that means if I run the six miles without, without stopping, without stopping, you're gonna give me foot massages, back massages all year as much as I want it. It's an on endless demand. coupon of massages. Yes. yes, and the same is true for me, but slightly different. I am interested in the feet. <laughs> hey, Vic, you're gonna be quiet. 
So, deal. okay, for real though, we're doing this. We're doing it, Vic. For yeah. real. We're doing it. Happiest and then day in Leavenworth, there's this hotel, the spa <laughs> called the Post Hotel. And I think it's a fabulous idea. After we're done, we do one night there. Oh, that's another thing the listeners and viewers need to hear. You're doing this in Leavenworth, Washington, which is a mountain. You'll be yeah. up and down mountains. No, yes. No, I think the plain is pretty flat. It's in October. Going. There will it's be snow nice on the ground. No, it's going to be cool. You guys don't realize you're running in the snow. But you're not going to want to run in that like 90 degree weather. You want to, one mile, you're going to be sweating. So the you're going to, yeah, mountain air, breathe it in. Oh. I'm happy for you. I just don't can think you, you can just, run six miles right now. I can smell it. It's just going to be amazing. I can smell your BO after you're done <laughs> a half marathon. <laughs> you know, right, so you don't even get BO. BO. That's the one unfair thing in life. Jen, you work out all the time. You perspire from time to time, but you never have BO. Yeah, it's, it's not a problem for me. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I mean, you I know. Do. Yeah, you I hide it. Definitely. Sell the truth, Vic, the chick of sound. I hide my BO. All right, Axe Mania. You carry around a bottle of Axe everywhere you go. And high-end cologne. And everyone knows Axe is the worst man. I have spray. found the best I mean, like, I guess odor. if you're like going to cover terrible, up It is terrible, but I have found a good sports. one. <laughs> axe odor is terrible. I found a good one. If you're out there and you're listening, here are the two Axe fragrances that are acceptable. True story. True story. Kilo. Which makes me sound not like a keto. drug. Kilo. Not keto. Like a kilo of drugs. <laughs> kilo. It smells like keto. Kilo smells like cigars. And there's one axe spray you can't find around. It's called you. Y-O-U. It smells very good. Then I wear Kenneth Cole spray. I wear all those types of things. So come on, You babe. can't even remember the real colognes that you wear. What are we even <laughs> talking about on this podcast? It's, it's fun times, man. You get me going, girl. All right. I can't wait for the massages. No, I'm winning. We were in uh, the OC. I don't know if you know, that means Orange County a couple days ago. Actually, we just got in today and we were with a friend. Her name is Grace from Australia. Grace Fuller. She's fully single and looking to mingle. She is, but dude. Okay, true story. Bring your A game, man, because she doesn't got time to mess around with jokers. True story. I was with this cute, cute chick, Grace. Grace. For two seconds, we ran down the hotel lobby to grab a cup of coffee. It had a Starbucks in the lobby. And within oh, you stay in bougie hotels. Within two minutes, <laughs> there was a guy hitting on her. Asked for her number, gave the number, and she's. I was. I was. She like, gave him his her number. Yeah. Well, this is what I thought she did. She gave the number, and then oh. we're walking outside. I'm like, did you just give that guy this random dude your number? She's like, the whole number except for the last digit. I changed it. I'm oh, like, you the boss. Man, that is but, so okay, then awesome. At the at the event that we were at, she gets hit on by the camera guy. Yep, the whole night, He's a good and dude. I was, I'm like, but, dude, is this normal for you? Every every guy we ran into, she's getting hit on. We're getting so distracted. Okay, sorry. So Grace Fuller, as we were having coffee this morning, she talks with a lovely Australian accent, which sounds a little more like a British accent. No, it um, doesn't. Hey, Vic, I swear to God, <laughs> did you? Jen just spit out her coffee for the viewers. <laughs> Who can't see but are listening with their ears. Listen to me with your eyes. Hear me with your ears. <laughs> I don't know if that's wrong. Um, she was talking about, she was, um, there was a parent that refused to say, she was nannying for someone. And they're like, hey, you can't tell our children no. This is the people she was nannying like, for. We don't be- and, the, and she was making the same. She's like, what do you guys think? You've been parents for a long time. She's like, they don't believe in saying no. Which got us on this conversation, which we're going to talk about Man, today. It did. Jen, you you've worked with people before in the yeah. past where they're like, "Hey, you can't tell my children no." We don't say the word no. What you tell them? What do they tell them? Uh, we we redirect. Their we energy. redirect their energy. So if they're throwing this a tantrum, whole new, like, you don't say for no. Parenting. Tantrums. You redirect. 
direct. So, yeah, which is redirect. Oh God, it got me going over coffee yeah, this really morning at the corner going. bakery in the OC. I, I was, I mean, <laughs> everyone's looking at me. I'm getting very animated, very vocal. So we thought today, right? Uh-huh. We would talk about the need for a no in your life. Not a K N O W, but a big N O. A big N-O. everyone needs a big N O. Everyone. I don't care oh, if you're 70 man. or if you're two and a half. I need a big N-O right yeah, it now. It helps for sure. Um, and so three areas we kind of looked at it. When it comes to parenting, children needs no. When it comes to success in life, you need a no. You might be like, that's crazy because success means yes. False, my friend. You need a no. <laughs> and then so when dramatic. it comes to, yeah, I am so dramatic. When it comes to personal restriction, when it comes to boundaries in life, mm. we need no's personally. Yep. So let's get into the no game. The Let's big and oh, to it correct. Where do Let's you want to start, go. babe? Um, no, no, we won't start there. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we even doing? Can I say this? I think no. I'm gonna make a bold statement at the beginning of this podcast. I think no is the remedy to entitlement. Ooh. Now, the word entitlement is a curse word in our house. No worse than a curse word. Curse words well, the kind behavior of, of entitlement. Oh, is that what you mean? Uh, in the words of Kendrick Lamar, I hate people who feel entitled. Look at me crazy because I didn't invite you. Oh, you important. You endorsing. You the moral to the story. Mother, I don't even like you. Right? Okay. Oh like, God. oh, God. That's my anthem. <laughs> entitlement. Entitlement is like, I should I, you, I should have this. I deserve, I deserve this. Mm-hmm. And I think entitlement starts, I don't know when it starts, but the instant remedy to entitled people people who feel entitled, people who operate entitled. And entitlement has a bunch of different views. Sometimes entitlement can be like a victim. like so, And other times it can be like, you owe me. And people are like, I cannot mm. even. And why would you not? And when, I mean, I'm sorry. Am, am I not good enough? I'm sorry. Is this too much to ask? Like you get bosses and people of affluence and they just get an entitlement. Mentality. Then you get people who don't maybe have money, who don't have fame or notoriety. And so what they'll do is play the victim card. And really it's a form of entitlement. Like, and so now everyone's like, oh, we should help them. Oh, we should take care of them. And it, it's, it's another way of just being entitled. And I would just like to propose, and don't get me going on entitlement. Don't make me quote Kendrick Lamar again. Um, no is the remedy to entitlement. What you need, sir, is someone just be like, no, it's not going to happen the way you want it to happen. Some people, like me saying that right now, I felt it. It generated something with people listening. They're like, oh, what did he just say? Mm. It, like you can't handle the fact that no, we're not doing it your way. Like I'm saying that right now, some people right now driving their car getting triggered. They just laid on their horn. <laughs> what did he say? No, we're not doing it your way, man. No. <laughs> okay. So Babe. Break this down. Okay, because you just said people who, can you play it out? Play a scenario out of someone who is entitled and maybe they have fame or maybe they have a little bit of you know, massive following on Instagram or they're a renowned that's speaker what? or they're a artist like what how does it play out and then on the flip side you just said people who maybe don't have that or maybe they uh feel entitled physically they they deal with sickness or they deal with i don't know can you play some of those scenarios out totally i can so first of all no one likes entitled people you know what the most attractive thing on the whole planet is gratefulness I don't think people who are entitled even know they're entitled. Though. True, because mom and dad failed. So that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm asking. Like, how how can we help ourselves who maybe act entitled? How do we not okay. become? Great question. That and version? if I knew the answer instantly, I think I would just answer. I think first of all, I think to be successful. So let's start there. 
I think you have to learn no to be successful. And here's and here's what I mean by that. Um, when you are told no, you are forced to adjust your plans, which is good. When you are told no, you are also forced to come up with another solution mm, or another plan. I don't know anyone who's successful who hasn't had to figure out like it didn't work this way. I can't do it this way. So I would almost go as far as like no actually breeds um, innovation. innovation. It breeds innovation. Like no, you don't have the money to do it. So either you don't do it or you figure out a way to do it. Think about people starting startup companies right now. Some of you listening, you want to start a business. You want to start a small company. You want to start a startup. There's these things that you have in your hearts. And the how, how to do it has stopped you. And so you're like, you got to know, like, well, no, you don't have $500,000 startup money. No, you don't have $2 million in capital from investors. No, you don't have the time because you work 60 hours a week and you can't devote your time to it. So you have all these no's. And if you take the no, then that's it. You stop. But I think what happens to most people, this is how successful people, they take a no. The no doesn't change. It's like, don't tell me no. They just told you no. The bank said no in big red letters, rejected. No. So you are forced to come up with another solution to get around the no. And I think that is breed success. I mean, you go through history, old history, modern history, and find out, and learn of people who got big no's in life and just refused, refused to let that be the end. They couldn't change the no, but they had to find another so way. You're saying this kind of no actually produces more in the long run. Totally. Yeah. Builds character, builds innovation, causes us to be like, I got to find another way or quit. Now, I think entitled people want to quit or, or or pout or throw a pity party or play the victim game, which I think brings us to kind of the beginning of this whole thing is parenting. Um, and we we did a podcast months ago that we, and I forget what we called, but we had three points when it came to parenting. This isn't a parenting podcast right since now. Since when did children run the world? Yeah, yeah. And we called it since when did children run the world? And we said, kids need, they um, say yes when you can say no when you should, which was our key thing, and say I love you all the time. This comes in that whole say no when you should. There's actually a part of parenting, talking to parents right now, or former parents-to-be, or- Future parents. I was gonna say grandparents, but you know, grandparents, this doesn't apply to you, you get to say yes. But for parents, you actually have to say no. You can't give your kids a yes all the time. Why? They will be socially dysfunctional. They will be underdeveloped socially, um, Emotionally. emotionally, maturity wise because the world tells us no yep so they are going to hear no so it brings us back to grace this morning being like you know this this family told me like we don't believe in no we don't tell our children no which i thought like man that is terrible parenting and i'm not trying to diss parents out there if you're listening you say i feel that I'm not coming at you, although I did just totally diss you and say you're a terrible parent. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to stick to that because here's if you play that game out, you have literally done your child a disservice. They they will hear no, and if they never hear it from you, they're going to hear it when they are 14, 15. They are going to be spoiled, entitled brats who have no idea and no emotional capacity to handle the fact that it's no. Wow. So we owe it to them. It is actually our God-given responsibility as parents. To create boundaries. Or mentors in people's life. No, not the boundary thing. That's another To tell them like, no, you don't get to do it. Sometimes, Jen, we would say no to our kids. We love them. We want to say yes. We would say no to our kids just because they needed to hear no. Mm. And they needed and to learn. sometimes we said no just because the attitude in which sure. they even asked. They needed to learn how to handle no. And what did that lady say you said that you 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 worked with years and years ago? Sweet lady, very successful lady, in fact. Very but what successful. did she say? 
redirect. We don't say no, we redirect them. So What does I, that mean? Okay, so if he's, you know, throwing a toy and hitting his sister, which was happening quite often, and he was intentionally throwing the toy to hit his sister, um, I was to come over nicely and have him throw the ball the other direction. And so I I tried that because that's what I was supposed to do as, as my job as a nanny. And he threw it one time, turned around, threw it back at his sister. It never worked. Yeah. Because he saw her reaction crying and thought, oh, ha, this is funny. And no one's ever stopping me. And can I propose and, a better plan? Like, I understand. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, actually, I'm not actually angry at the redirect thought. And there's probably a lot of wisdom. There's moments where that. I think that, that really does but work. But how about this? Just it's, it's, it's a chronological order. Go up to the little two-year-old who doesn't know any better and say, no, we don't throw hard objects at our siblings. And then redirect. Mm. I think reason, then redirect, but give them the no. Can I just be honest, perfectly honest, my opinion, and I'll throw it out there as my opinion, and Dunkin' Donuts can stop sponsoring me if they don't like it, but they're not going to because they do like it. Um, and they don't sponsor you. Vic, <laughs> you're fired. Wait, are we paying you anything? Okay, cut that zero into half. Um, half of zero is what we're paying you right now. I, I think not saying no isn't for the kids. It's for mom and dad. Mm. Yo, mom and dad, I love you. I think you're copying out a little bit. I could be wrong. It's my opinion. But your kids actually need to hear no. They need to learn how to deal with no. It brings security too. You're not saying no because it's hard to say no. And I get it. It is. I hate to say no to my kids. I hate saying no to people in general. Right. But everyone needs to learn to deal with no. Yep. Babe, you got to learn. You dealt with no. 100%. I've had to deal with the no. I'm still dealing with the no. Deal with the no. No one likes the no. The no is so necessary. But what makes us better, what makes us mature, what makes us turn into adults, what makes us more successful, what makes us more innovative, what makes makes us tougher and stronger is dealing with the no that life throws at you. You're like my boss, man. I was, you know, we just recently, our son's working, you know, these part-time jobs, our son Caleb, he's in college and and some of his friends like quit their jobs because they got like free tickets to a concert and... They're like, hey, can I get off? I got these free tickets. It's like, it's like the, it's like the, you know, chance of a lifetime. Not really. And the boss is like, sorry, I need you to work. No, you can't have it off. And they couldn't believe it. Like they just could not fathom. Like, do you understand how much these tickets would cost? Like, I need it off. And the boss is like, I'm sorry, this is your job. No, you have to work. So they quit. So I'm like, wow, that's a child's game. And listen, I, I was going to say, I was going to say, I get it, but that's I actually don't get it. Like, yeah. you need to learn no. And you might say it's unfair. Well, life is unfair. Mm-hmm. You are never getting around the no in life. So we have, we owe it to our kids to learn how to deal with no. One of the things we've done. Well, and I think before, one of the things I just want to say real quick, even for children, and sometimes you have to say no and give no explanation, but I do think there's something so helpful, even if it's a boss or a parent, when when no is having to be said, to understand why the no no is necessary or why the no is even happening. And I think if you're on the other end giving the no, especially to a teenager, right? You don't want to you don't create a, a rebellious teenager, but you want to say no and give a really good explanation of why the no is necessary. Yeah, especially with teenagers. Because if you're like, no, because I said so, you're just that you're teenager. You're just gonna create resentment. They're gonna be enraged, yeah. yeah. And they'll rebel just because I, so I think like, hey, let me tell you why the answer is no. Now they may not always agree, but you have to stick with no. I think one of the things we did when the kids got older even Serenity now, who's 14, and she's very mature for her age. She might as well be 17 in my book. But, um, And I really, really love my daughter. And not only because she's great, but she really is very, she's very trustworthy. Um, but even sometimes I'll tell Serenity no. 
and the other day we said something like that. And she was like, why? And I was like, because, babe, it's not always yes. And there were, there were legitimate reasons why. But she was bummed about the no, as, it, as I could understand. I'm just saying, I said, hey, it's no right now. Maybe in a few weeks, maybe in a month or two, it'll be a yes. So, it's, so sometimes it's like, hey, it's not no forever. There's yeses. And we got to remember the yeses. But I think really important in culture and society today, and it's hitting us, is this whole concept that parents are raising their kids, people are leaning like, don't tell people no. Oh, man. Uh-huh. We are breeding weak breeding. It sounds like we're creating a, 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 a race. We are training up. A weak generation. Weakness. Yes. Oh my! Some of the, and some of my hardest moments were when it was no, and some of my greatest moments were those same moments when it was no. Because I learned to operate in the midst of disappointment. I didn't get what I wanted. It helped build character. I sound like my grandpa, but I don't care. We need a no. Yep. And I even think now it has helped us more than ever that our parents said no. That it, it can play out in like even if I'm gonna have one or two drinks there's a point where i'm like no i don't need another one so that's it could play out in so many areas it could play out with you know just like even saying i know what i need to go to bed early i know that sounds so like i'm an old person right now but there's been times in my life where i'm just like i gotta i gotta like get up at the crack of dawn and i've got to say no to myself even though i want to stay out late so you've jumped into what i think is the other area when you know is personal boundaries where we set boundaries for ourselves we need to give ourselves a no which we've learned that. And you brought up drinking, which I thought is a brilliant thought. We we had a, a podcast here, if you haven't heard it, go back, called Drunk and Divorced, um, kind of our journey really with drinking. And I personally do not believe in drunkenness. I know a lot of people who get drunk, and I'm not here to judge that right now. But for me, I've given myself a necessary no, which means like I can sit down with friends to have a glass of drink, and I'll do that from time to time. Sometimes I'll be like, no, coffee for me. And people look at me like, oh, why don't you have a drink? I'm going to drink. And I'm like, nah. And it's it's not like people are like, oh, you have a problem. Actually, I don't. I have friends, family members, people I love that have had problems with alcohol, and that's a very legit thing. I don't have a problem, which sounds like someone who does. But Vic and my wife are saying, I don't actually don't have a problem with alcohol at all. And But I think it's because of the very fact I'll just say no sometimes okay. just to say no. Like, no, I'm going to restrict myself. Same thing with cheesecake. <laughs> like you know, you go. Uh, I don't have cheesecake. Same thing with Netflix. You know, watch next episode after you've watched twenty five. So yeah, it's real. like no. Like I'll finish we another need, day. Can I say this? Restriction is good for the soul. It's so good. It's some so restriction. Healthy. Restriction is good for the soul. Um, boundaries are necessary. Without boundaries, what we have is chaos. Um, and so I'm not talking about legalism. Please don't mistake it for that. And I don't think anyone who's listening would because we're so the opposite of that. But personal boundaries, right? We need no's. Babe, what are some areas in your life that you you say no to? I mean, um, I could tell you, but like what are some things you've, you've just chose like, no, no, no. Yeah, I think for me, just the health thing. I've chosen in a lot of areas of my life just to say, like I enjoy sweets, but then there's a point where I'm just like, I'm good. You because know? you're very fit. You're very beautiful. And I'll say that but again. But I think that, that fitness or discipline came from my parents who who created the no or had the no. But I will say this, it's not hereditary necessarily. Yeah. Like, okay, I I have family members. I have a half brother who had a different um, dad and he can eat whatever he wants. He's my older brother. And if I ate like him and I did for a long time, um, I turn into the Goodyear blimp and he remains, you know, a gymnast, you know, and it's just, I'm like, (laughs) it's not fair. Your metabolism is crazy. That actually wouldn't be the case with you necessarily. Yeah. It's not like some people are like, oh, they can eat whatever they want. You can't eat whatever you want. Yet you are the fittest person I have met 
three kids, you're about to turn 40, you literally get carded like you're 20, you're beautiful, and inside and out. But I'm saying, that's because you've just chosen to say no. No to certain foods, and also no to laziness. And I think, honestly, I think anyone can learn to do that, even if you haven't been raised that way. It just is every single day choosing to say no. And it, it's it's a thing every day. And I, I mean, Vic, you could even speak to this. I mean, Vic, the sound chick, my sister, we grew up in the same family. When it came to eating, all of us just had, a, we were raised poor-ish. And so we had, we had a, yeah, I mean, terrible eating habits. Yeah, you guys and had. I don't blame my parents. It's just what we had. It's what we yeah. could afford. There were six of us, six kids. There were eight in the family, um, four boys, two girls. Like we just killed food, and we ate like bagels and macaroni and cheese and ding dongs and ho hos. And I mean, that's all we ate. Um, and it, you know, it created really bad habits and an addiction to sugar and white bread and all of that stuff. And all of us have. Had, I mean, Vic here. I mean, I don't know over the last two years. Has lost a ton of weight. Not only that, no. has made a decision to to get up every single morning and work like a, out. Yeah, you know, and that's not been part of your life. Like, what have you done? Yeah, Vic. Like, like, was how it, did you get to that point in your life to say, okay, I'm going to say no to this and yes to that? What made you say no? Uh, well, I'm 40 now, so <laughs> there's that. You just admitted it. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay, yes, you are. I, I um, when I started working out, my sister Christiana it told me. Um, you're going to get addicted. And I was like, it's actually impossible. That's not going to happen. I'll never be addicted, addicted to, to working it. out. Yeah. But what I did get addicted to was the feeling, like the feeling my body had being healthy and just saying no to certain things and yes to other things. So yeah. and it's literally, it's been, I mean, it's been a game changer for you. Yeah, for sure. And I think, restriction. And I think I think if anyone's it. listening and has struggled with maybe some nose like this, maybe with food or exercising, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. And I think if you're willing just to commit to the day in and day out, saying no and yes to the right thing, no to the certain things and yes to the right things, eventually things start really changing. Like I personally have chosen to say no to broccoli. <laughs> like, and I I think we're all on the same page here. Like I feel like what you no, nope, that's not true. I you say actually like no broccoli. Blasted blo- broccoli. <laughs> Come on now, you. That's not true. You're being dramatic. No, I know. It You're is. the guy who orders steak and asparagus now. This is a real life. That's a great meal. And you love salmon. I do love it's salmon. Like go to. Yeah. Yeah. I say no to but, pasta. But back I to do. I think originally I think no is so necessary. And I love that you brought this up as a as even a conversation because No, I didn't. Oh wait, it yes, I did. It doesn't matter Sorry. even if you have small children or you're 17 or you've been married for several years. There has to be certain no's. And maybe even marriage. I think a great marriage. Um, take some necessary notes too. It has it creates boundaries, and so I just think this is a great. Um, topic. The guys call me up to play poker. It's Friday night. We could go on a date. I could play poker with the boys. No, I'm not going to play poker. I'm going to take my wife out. That's a hard no, mm. but that no has paid off Thank in my you. life. You have done that so many times. True, and, and you've done. I could. I just played it out, and you could do the same thing, but. Yeah. There have been tons of nights where I got to go play poker. Yeah. And you were so much more open to me going to play poker with the fellas because you're like, babe, I love you. Like, you would totally give that up and do that, but you don't have to. I don't, I'm tired. I'm going out with my friends. You go out and play poker. So the no has helped us. And you don't feel guilty saying it. When you, when you're, when you understand what no means, you don't feel guilty even saying no to things like that. Yeah. So, well, I hope this has been helpful. We kind of went on a rant, but it felt so good. It felt so good. And going this week, I mean, let's look for reasons and places and spaces where we can give ourselves some boundaries, maybe break through some entitlement, crazy thing about entitlement is we can't always see it, but I promise you, if you have loved ones in your life, they'll tell you. Um, And if we're honest with ourselves, maybe we can see, we all have areas of entitlement. And I'll tell you what, the remedy to entitled people is in two letters, N to the O. 
N to the O, double, double O. No. And you can say yes to a half marathon with us if you'd like. So follow us on Instagram. No. Um, or send us a message through uh, no. the podcast here, and we will feel so liberating. Have you? No. Join us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a maybe. It's Cheers, a maybe for babe. me. It's been a good Cheers. one. Happy Talk Capital. See you soon. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, and we would love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at Billy's Mafia. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.